Things really went off the rails what last the week. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with all of you? <laughs> Sadist. Oh, you Every single says, one of them. Says the guy that brought us the deck. This is what you wanted. <laughs> the sheer fucking chaos. That's that's fair. Fair. They were they were supposed to be uh, like last resort items, not. I'm bored. Paul's oh, just man. mad because he didn't pull a card. And he's, no, he's I don't be want that because he's gonna pull one this round. You know what, then... Alex? I'm don't, not, I'm not Paul. Don't, don't you fucking dare! <laughs> <laughs> and then, though, uh... Paul, say what you will. You're about to have a poor Smithy pull a card and it would have been hilarious if he like suddenly gained the ability to level 20 i was gonna say yeah and he just wished for more plus one cold iron scimitars (laughs) (laughs) you dumb motherfucker (laughs) oh that's what i wanted it's my life (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that went off the rails i i mean people talk all the time about uh dms being like don't plan your sessions because your players will just fuck it up that was i have dm'd hundreds of hours of content of games and that was the first one that really fucked me up like good god you feel like well we done put, to all of you put that story on reddit yeah. to see how much karma we get uh yeah just really karma farm that one <laughs> and, the, and the best part about it is looking back at all these things that you had access to you could have done could have maybe done. Who knows? Uh, you you all were on the fringes. I'll say when Tammy's card was on the upper end of the good, and uh, Lillian's card a little good, mostly bad. She got the mostly bad portion of that one. Well, at least the key card was really good. Yeah, the key but card to get was, to the key, was yeah, not so great. It's true. You I mean that was exactly as the deck i built the deck to be like this kind of balanced encounter and you all really uh you all really showed it off i don't i don't know what to do Ugh, my head hurts my heart is full of anxiety uh, get ready for more oh my uh, god yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh uh, we're getting ready to go on a shopping spree yeah. We got an Amazon wish list together. <laughs> Why did you guys buy so many jeans? I know canonically they exist in world, but still. Are you guys going to do like a they're like a weird denim jeggings? Yeah. <laughs> For Poe, they're, Po, they're really denim jeggings. And they look great, okay? Poe has a sentient sword that can sniff <laughs> out evil and important NPCs. I don't know how I'm going to use that. I don't. <laughs> But I feel like we're going to be in a dungeon episodes from now. I'm going to forget about it. Oh my and then Poe's going to be oh, like, sword, go find the bad guy. And it's <laughs> and he's going to. It's going to sprout legs. Well, the thing and, like, is, is like when... Off. 60 feet's a big aura. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so when when other things or people see a sword with arms and legs walking around, <laughs> what are they going to think? I was going to say... like. I know we'll get used to it. <laughs> they'll probably Over talk. time. They'll be like, what the fuck? And they'll talk to Poe for a little bit. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He bonds with them. Okay. Right. And then they'll turn to Lillian and be like, this guy is weird. And like Lillian will put her cape in front of her face and then slink away into the darkness and be like, oh, they're all oh, weird. weird. Cool. Good to know. Um, uh, genuinely shocked and surprised and we didn't even start what i thought we were going to start so kudos to everybody i feel like i'm going to start this episode and then 
Woody is just going to be like, I pull a card. <laughs> Alex, I pull no, a card. I'm kind of tempted to uh, double down. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. I mean, if anyone's going to pull a card, it has to be Errol because he hasn't pulled one yet. That's not how the yeah. cards work. I guess you, you have to rifle through <laughs> your, all, your armor. Yeah, that's hey, all that uh, logic tracks. fairness works. You know? That's fair. Yeah. He's going to be doing it like at night by himself when everyone is like sleeping and like a giant demon spawns. And everyone's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Errol, did you pull a fucking card? No! Errol's idea of downtime, he like pours himself like a nice glass of wine. And yeah. Mm. And takes a card. Pulls a card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Errol, it wasn't me. I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't do that. It wasn't me. Runs out of the bathroom all naked and soapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all naked and soapy. <laughs> Uh, oh my god so last we left our adventurers in a totally sane and normal state Lillian had just made friends with a flying cat flying oh flying cat oh jeez I missed that oh, I missed that part, yeah. I missed that part too. <laughs> yeah the cat flew 200 feet or so from the branch to the signpost next to her now oh. It didn't fly in the normal way, not with wings. It merely stepped across the air as though it was flying. And she struck up a conversation. Now, though there's a lot of gravitas that happened in the last episode, all you heard was, <laughs> as Lillian and this cat like, talked. Am I speaking in meow? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, you are, indeed. Uh, <laughs> and the cat sits. Child, who are these that are with you? I do not recognize them. I think Lillian kind of crouches down half out of emotional exhaustion and half out of trying not to seem crazier than necessary. Um, those are my friends. They helped us. Um, well, everything that you see around you is because of them. Huh. And he takes the scene in for a bit. Well, it seems that you have chosen well. He moves across from the signpost through the air as easily as it would be to walk from one point to the other and rests on your shoulder. He wraps his tail around the back of your neck and nuzzles against your cheek. Mm -hmm. Standing there, Resolute, looking around, no longer speaking. Quick question. Can a little yeah. understand what they're talking about? Because, you know. No, I'm you also... can't. You, you, oh. you, all, you all watched this happen. Dialect. Like, you see Lillian <laughs> stop. You see her, like, call for Luna. You watch her, like, gasp as she thinks Luna's about to be attacked. Is not attacked, and this cat walks from a tree to a signpost. She has a conversation with this cat and then it walks to her shoulder. So you're all probably a little dumbfounded about the seven, but you are a party to every moment of it. What the hell is going on today? <laughs> was was there a second part to that card you pulled? <laughs> um, after like a few minutes of just kind of standing there, um, trying to take it all in she's gonna kind of like and turn around and face the group 
um, and she's going to walk back. Uh, everybody, uh, this is Ryu. Ryu, everybody. And the cat takes a moment and it bows its head gracefully, closing its eyes and sits back up. Ryu used to belong to my mother. Used to? Well, my mother is no longer here. And I think as a result of everything that happened with the world wound, well, we found her remains when we when we went back into was that Canabras? Where was that? It was Canabras. It was your old home. Yeah, it was the coven. Okay. Oh, that is right. Yes. When we first came to Canabras, we found her remains. But I think Ryu's here to help us. Don't you still have her glasses that you found inside of the remains of that building? I think she made it as part of the shrine to her mother. I I, I was going to say I thought I put it on her grave or whatnot. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if you kept them as like a memento. Do you think I should have put them on the cat? Is that what you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In those glasses. So Daryl's sophisticated. Deathly allergic to cats, but his sneezes <laughs> sound a lot like Hadouken. 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 Um, Shuriken. <laughs> so, Sierra, do you want to explain to our kind counterparts mechanically what all is happening? Yeah, I feel like uh, Lillian just had a little bit of a shift. Um in her not not goodness alignment but in who she put her faith puts her faith into who or what um and where a lot of her um a lot of her patron spells used to come from nature and from the moon um this going through what she did um she basically, I think, became more in tune with the spirits around her. And um, it seems to have taken an effect on Luna. Um, and Luna initially came to her um, as a gift, I think, from the pa- patron of, of nature and the moon. And... It seems as though she's kind of returning to where she came from. And um, because of this new connection, I think, that Lillian has uh, with the spirit of her mother, um, her mother's familiar has come to be her familiar. You could even say that it's a improved familiar? An improved familiar. Ooh. Mm. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, the, the nature of an improved familiar is just that it's different and, and of the list of different, um, animals, I guess, or creatures, um, they all have various extra stats and abilities. Hmm. So Ryu comes with his own set of 
capabilities. So Ryu is what is known as a, a Silvanchi. It's a cat-like animal um, that has the ability to fly, in addition to many other abilities, I'm sure, that will come out as uh, Lillian and him play together. But a lot of really cool things, uh, certainly. For those at home who are also wondering, uh, I let Sierra change patrons. I... There's a lot of stuff that happened story-wise that felt right. Her changing a familiar that felt right. So I allowed her to shift patrons, which I know isn't necessarily in the rules, but I, I wanted that to happen. And then usually you can only take a Sylvanshi at 7th level, but she is a 6th level first mythic tier. And I decided the combination of the two uh, supplanted the need for both of those. So anyone who's going to be finger-wagging at home, I'm aware of all these things, but Sierra really sold it to me and i think it's amazing for the story and where lillian is at as a character and also tell you motherfuckers he's the gm and he does whatever he wants i'm god (laughs) i keep yelling that at children on the street i'm not allowed in denny's anymore Um, yeah but i mean amongst the fun that i had this week including woody's multi-class here and i had like a really great long conversation about gives and takes and how all this is going to work out and uh yeah it was just super fun so i feel like errol kind of has some common ground with like the evolution of like faith and belief too because you know for the longest time had that dwarven war axe which was more uh more of like his yeah (laughs) more more of a d10 i would say um but no like more of like his dwarven heritage more so than like his faith-based heritage and now with everything that's transpired the last couple of weeks kind of i mean leaning a little bit more into you know the the blessing of Saren ray i mean i the thing i love about all of your characters and i will i will swoon if only for a moment is a lot of the really cool things that you all have brought about have almost always come from y'all woody's dipping into slayer because he thinks that he it, that'll lose become more of a killer of demons is amazing the the possessed hand that I get to now play is Barb that is now ho- that is not not holding because that his non dominant <laughs> hand is possessed but his dominant hand holds a sentient sword oh are, are all things that that Travis came to me with that we I forgot worked. about the hand thing yeah and we and the thing is Travis worked in concert with that with Crystal as well to make sure that like is it cool if this is all right like Barb's part of it like all of you working together during the scenes, behind the scenes. I don't know. I love it. I have an absolute blast, and thank you all for all of it because it is a genuine good time. So, Tammy, what are you up to? I I know what I want. Okay. Well, so what do you do? She, Tammy's going to pull the key out of her pocket. She's going to breathe on it she's gonna like rub it on her tunic okay and she's gonna like bang it on a table she's gonna whisper to it hey hey and then you know something will probably happen (laughs) as you go through this uh eventually you sneeze on it which is the activation for it and you (laughs) you you never were told that but you really lucked out uh out of the seeming ether uh the fey wild queen appears in a tub uh, really going to town in one of her armpits, scrubbing away. What? 
Really? Right now? I am tired of being pulled out of the Feywilds to answer your call. What do you need, you small, strange goblin? I, I know what I want. And then she, like, gestures uh, her hand to, like, do a little, like, come here. And then put cups, one of her hands around her mouth to act like she's about to whisper. The, the, the tub and the queen in its entirety floats down towards you. Bubbles adjusted just so to the Disney standard of uh, <laughs> practice. <laughs> to make G. Exactly. Make sure that it isn't, you know, uh, disgusting or anything. Uh, and she floats down. Yes, yes. What would you like? And she goes. Oh. Oh, like that, you say? Oh. With a stone? Oh, okay. 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 I think I can do that. She snaps her fingers. The tub and everything goes away. She's once again adorned in this beautiful gown. Uh, you watch as she flits over to a part of the marketplace that is completely barren. She waves her hand across the ground and a beautiful tree grows. You watch as within a few moments the tree rises and fills out its entirety. Going from a simple sapling to what you would assume is almost a hundred-year-old tree. She moves up to it, grabbing one of its branches, and as she moves her hand across the branches, they begin to weave in and around each other just so. She pulls this rod down and waves the tree away, and you watch as it recedes back into the ground. You then watch as she leaves. A moment passes two, three. You think perhaps you may have been bamboozled by this fae, but then, just as you had given up hope, she reappears, a small gray stone in her hand, as you requested. She puts it just out of the reach of the staff, and the small tendrils of the branches reach out and hold the stone just slightly with enough pressure to keep it in place. For you, she hands it to you. I will warn you, I can make one, but I cannot imbue it with the powers that you so need. It is empty. A vessel waiting to be filled. Is it Stormbreaker? Title of your sex tape. We've <laughs> 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 been waiting watching to be a lot filled. of scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, from, that's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> uh, well, that's confusing. <laughs> Just cut that part out. Uh um, Is there anything else I can do for you while I'm here? And, and Tammy awkwardly, as she takes the item, goes to hand the key. And then she says, so what's what's with this deck anyways? She waves her hand and the key disappears from yours. Mm, this deck, this deck. You have to be a little more descriptive. Can someone show it to me, please? Oh, oh yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> here, here you go. She looks at the leather pouch, and you watch as she hands it back to you gingerly. And then ah. draws a card. No, <laughs> she draws ten. Uh, ah. Well, 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 well. I thought it was a rumor, to be honest with you. Something that Iomade herself held dear and close to her heart for it to be on this plane. 
explodes interestingly she says that and then she sees poe's sword run across the marketplace and she goes ah i see you've been using it <laughs> well <laughs> far be it from me to to say what i need to be saying in this moment but i will give you this warning in this world there are many things that exist there's a deck of many fates and she kind of waves her hand and this ethereal smoke forms this deck there's a deck of harrowing things and she waves it once more and a, a second deck appears and of course the deck of many things and a third deck appears long ago the goddess herself saw fit to take from these various artifacts what she deemed fit for her own use and machinations you watch as the smoky decks move one to the other cards falling away others slowly shuffling in and amongst themselves as she produced this deck she made it so that it held a simple truth that all things good are balanced by all things bad that all things that are up become down left becomes right dark becomes light she called it the deck of chance now this deck is as powerful as the other three and also less so in some ways i can't explain more for i know only rumors you watch as she kind of floats in close to errol her face darkens slightly but know this the deck that you hold can be the key to your victory or the very straw that brings you defeat. I see that not much has happened to you and it seems that chance is on your side, but know that chance runs out for all. Anywho's, it's good seeing y'all <laughs> and don't bother me again or next time I'm gonna do something pretty shitty and she pops out of existence. Tammy holding a stave in her hand. What is it? What is it? What is it? And she just like it? looks down at it. She's like, okay, let's go. And she walks away. Can I do like a spellcraft check? <laughs> you can probably you get... can. Yeah. Let's I'll I'll cut to the chase. Can you reach DC thirty? If That's I roll faithful. a natural twenty four. <laughs> Perfect. Go ahead and roll me that that spellcraft check. Okay, so uh, D100, right? (laughs) Unfortunately, this is completely beyond your means. And the staff, though, made of these various things, like it was produced by the Fae Queen for this purpose. The staff may exist in other forms, but this is one made out of whole cloth for this singular purpose. Like, you know it's magical. You know it's strong magic. But otherwise, you don't really know. Hmm. Well, <laughs> care to share some information with us, Adami? What? No, everything's fine. It'll be fine. She sidles off. Okay. And uh, uh, where do you want to go from there? I'm going to try to learn me some spells. So in the time it takes for some of the better items in which you're going to try to obtain, it will take a week, I will say. I'll give you a week of downtime. At the end of this week, the queen wishes to meet with you. 
You know her name is Queen Golfrey. You know she is the queen of Mendev, the country you're currently in. So, I have told you all to prepare a little downtime, uh, if you so wish. Obviously, the time passes one way or the other. We'll start with the top of the order. I'm going to say, Paul, you were you were last last time around. What is Errol hoping to do with his downtime? So, Errol still has a couple of those broken, beat up, bent helmets that he got from the Grey Garrison. That can't remember who was doing it. Was it the uh, the Tieflings that were like smashing them? It was uh, the. Actually, so you didn't see the person that smashed them was the uh, fiendish Minotaur. He's oh. the one that destroyed them. Okay. Because he would have been waiting in that room for y'all, but because he knew you all were coming, he backed up to help out his mistress. Okay. In the dick room. In the dick room. <laughs> in the dick ship room. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's going to stay true to his word in repairing those helmets of Iomidae. And so he's going to... Spend some time doing with doing that. Um, he does have craft armor, so he can use that, and he also can take the second level spell, make whole to assist with it. But I think he would like to put a little bit of like sweat equity into it instead of just resulting straight to magical means. So I think part of his time would be doing that, and then I think the other part would just be kind of roaming around, helping out where he's needed. Uh, like kind of healing the sick, helping repair. Because I'm sure there's like scouting parties going in and out of Canabras and people are going to be injured, things are going to be broken. I mean, it's been two weeks since you all finished, um, since the Wardstone broke and it has like destroyed most of the demon presence in Canabras, but they're still pulling people. So people are still showing up and they're in rough shape. So you can attend to them. Yeah, so I think kind of going back to his roots of kind of, you know, being at the infirmary and tending to sick, injured people. Lillian, what are you going to be up to? What are you and Ryu up to? So I feel like Lillian and Ryu are spending a lot of time just kind of getting to know each other a little bit more. Um, But in between those moments, I think Lillian might make her way into the woods and leave a couple, you know, shrines for Luna. Um, And then um, I think the last thing that she would like to do, and um, I won't get mechanical on this, but um, she does still want to pay back Alu and, um, and Tammy for their help with the cards. She's still feeling very <laughs> shaken by that. Mm. Quit so. metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be a dick. <laughs> so she's going to try to make just like a little um, something that could go with like a headband for um, Tammy, like something to um, just kind of fasten to it so it feels a little bit more personal since the other one was so personal. She's also going to craft a little pin for Alu 
Um, and she's probably going to get these professionally done, but she's got, <laughs> trying to take like, um, in the, the symbol of Ioma day and kind of mix it with that of like a demon slayer. So it might have like a sweet ax or something like that. And she's going to make the cool little pin. You should, uh, draw that out on the side. I IRL. think that's what yeah. I think. That'd be cool to see. You also, you make, a. Uh a swirl a, a simple silver swirl that can be affixed to a headband and i like to think that perhaps you decide to not only share in your uh, rift warden heritage but if anything speak to it because you don't know what's coming but all you know is that the demon should be scared how's that sound very good nice that is it exactly no, what i had in mind perfect Aww beautiful thank you so much really nice. alu what are you up to um so alu now that he's really trying to hone in on the slaying aspect of just killing demons kind of like what his uncle and his mother had taught him he's just out out back i assume that there's a small makeshift archery range but imagine he's out there he probably drew on the target just like two beady eyes and devil horns and is just trying to really hone in on uh on the killing aspect of things but he's also uh using his previous profession of being a hunter and helping stock supplies for for the town not charging anything just trying to help rebuild and help uh any way he can you draw a simple crowd everyone over the week knows that you practice your archery around midday and so they wait around the targets to watch you jump around and shoot and sink your arrows through the the simple and silly target that you made you bring great joy to many who have fallen on hard times with your display of agility and accuracy tammy what are you up to um, Tammy feels really weird, kind of weak, kind of strong because she's at a negative level and she's just trying to kind of like take stock of everything and what abilities she still has because she was kind of thrown for a loop and didn't really know what happened. Um, and so she's like going through her stuff and then she pulls out a wand. Um, let's say the wand of magic missile five and, uh, it, it lights up, and there's some sort of magical aura that appears, and it's almost as if it's drawing energy from the air and from Tammy herself, and uh, it restores some charges. Roll me a d10, please. Ooh. I thought you were trying to get, like, an Alu moment. <laughs> yeah. Sees a Lou drawing a crowd with his bow and arrow. <laughs> I was thinking of the now I was thinking I when his bow went radiant and he got like super duper powers. I thought she was like trying to get that wand. <laughs> yeah, Close, yeah, you're gonna give me super Alex? duper powers, right, Alex? Uh and it uh restores four char- charges to the wand of magic missile fifth level. And so. she's like, What the hell? <laughs> and she turns around and sells it. I'm Tammy Uh, so mechanically now I will allow for both Lillian and Tammy 
they're one of tr- one of the traits that they took allows them to expend mythic powers to refill wands. So they get to spend five points of mythic energy to refill a wand, one d10 per point of mythic power spent. And you can spend some time cheesing that if you so wish. I will allow you to fill four wands. I'm gonna say four wands out loud that you currently own to top them off. Okay. I think it's not actually <clears throat> in a use of their mythic power. It's it just the once-per-day thing. Is it a once-per-day thing? It, it's a mythic power, but it's one use of mythic power, but you one. still can F5. only do it once per day. Oh. So you use one point of mythic power once per day. So Good to know. You still yeah. have I'll let you points. top off two ones. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for limiting yourselves. Hey, like Wait, I said. why? I have nothing... But a stickler for the rules. There it is. There Wait, it we is. We have a whole week. You have a whole week. I know, but but it's a D ten for seven days. Oh, uh, you're just saying that we can top off two wands? Yes, and you have some wands that may be best to be topped off. I have a yeah. wand of cure moderate that would be really nice to top off. Oh, yeah. that would be nice, wouldn't it? Give it to me. I'll <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> also, give it to Lillian. Also. Yeah, what worry, other I still have my spring-assisted wrist sheath. <laughs> Tammy, as you sit in the forest, as you can concentrate on this wand, it takes you a couple tries. It's all new to you. A little squirrel pops onto your knee and looks at you sweetly, if only for a moment. It's odd. You don't often attract animals. If anything, you repel them. They're usually afraid by if not your strong odor your demeanor of shouting and declaring things in a loud fashion the squirrel comes to you day after day as you go out there to meditate and charge the wands and it affixes a small branch to your wrist one day you don't know much, but you know that Bara was a strong believer in Gozra, the god of nature, the wind, and the waves. And this simple gesture, you believe, is little more than the deity reaching out to you in thanks for being the child of one of its best devotees. Poe, what are you up to? Uh, Poe's going to try and find his two buddies, Nikki and Reus. He finds them. Uh, Nikki seems to have taken a rather tough, and I mean tough blow, losing his right leg from Ooh. just below his knee down. And Reus is missing his left eye. Ooh. But you find them in the meantime, and though they may be missing one thing or the other, they couldn't be less ecstatic to see you and seem less themselves. The war has dealt them a rough hand, but they are so much the friends you remember. Hey guys, I am whole heartedly excited to see you. You wanna go play some darts in the basement? Your left hand slaps you across the face for making that joke. <laughs> that would be my How do you think right Reus lost Thank that you. eye? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, Poe would like to go play darts <laughs> in the basement. He said Prius was pissing his left eye. Yeah. Played darts in the basement. Uh, 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 I see. Um, I still like that I slapped Poe. <laughs> <laughs> I can slap Poe whenever I want now. That is true. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing, guys. I'm supposed to have a meeting with the queen in like a week, and I feel like things are probably going to change, so I might not be around the office as much. So I'm going to let you guys take over the business. Uh, but I wanted to have a week playing darts. Also, I got a new sword. I bet he's great at darts. Um, so I just <laughs> the sword to waves. <laughs> Good to see you. I can tell these are great people. But he interposes himself between you and Nikki, and he's like, except him. And he points at Nikki, and he's like, he is an NPC of import. But he doesn't know if he's evil or not. Still, He just knows that he carries weight. <laughs> yeah. He can be a little shitty at times, sword, but it's fine. We're, we're also still oh. up with a name with you. Um, While you're hanging out with them, you spend your days playing darts. And you spend your evenings in the lovely presence of Olga. Yeah, I went on a large date. woman who sells helmets and only helmets. A terrible business plan executed by a lovely person. You get to know each other and you hear of her childhood from the north and she learns that you learned about your dad from a prophetic dream given to you by a mythic stone. As you share your stories back and forth, you have ample nights between each other. She thinks your madams are hilarious. They are. And is so grateful <laughs> that you are no bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you genuinely find each other's company to be soothing and slowly though you may not admit it to one another fall in love i think you're pretty great yeah you're pretty fine you want to come play darts in the basement you can meet my friends now i feel like we're close enough friends that you can meet my friends that sounds great okay by the way i should tell you okay that i don't know at this point but there's a secret looming in the background that you'll learn about soon. And then you all go have, have a fun game of darts. And I'll figure that out later. Uh, yeah, Nikki, Reyus, Poe, Poe's right hand, a sword, and Olga. <laughs> and Doug, I'd like to think still. But it's getting crazy. Days pass. Olga and you spend time in the basement with Reyus and Nikki. Seems like old times. But come the fifth day, there's nothing. You all sit there solemnly, Olga now understanding the gravitas of Doug's simple existence. In regards to the friend you once knew and loved, you order a pizza. And you all cheers slices together. And as you do, Doug appears. Ah, I love pizza. And you realize that you really needed to have pizza to get a pizza demon to appear. And that was the whole thing that was missing the entire time. And that yes. though he was bopped and but good, Doug was always fine. And he goes, oh. by the way, watch out for those other people. I hear they're pretty shitty. And he like eats like way more of the pizza than his is right. 
and you all giggle about it, and he <laughs> pops out of existence. There's six of you, eight slices. He eats four. Yeah, at least <laughs> maybe five. That, that kind of demon. Yeah, he, he, he's bad, but not in the way you think, in a more <laughs> mundane way. And he's not lawful evil. He's more like chaotic, almost evil. So swords, just really not sure. Exactly. He's more like chaotic neutral. Uh, he just he exists solely for his own reason. And his own reason is to eat pizza. <laughs> you all fall away from this scene of tall Swedish women, pizza-eating demons, and I assume Reus being real upset that his depth perception's pretty off. A sword's beating him. <laughs> it's rough. And, and a sword beating him at darts. Um, <laughs> and a week has gone by. Your items have arrived, but so has the queen. Now, things have seemed grandiose. The people with these symbols in the middle of their chests, on their shoulders, that have been erecting walls, armaments, various things to really ensure Canaveras' longevity. All stop. They pull from the Fender's heart out until the existing camps on the outside of the city. You know the day is different because you look around and it seems hollow, empty. And you just hear a simple as a horn sounds twice and you see banners move from the distance and you hear the thumping of tens of thousands of armored feet in time. You watch, perhaps from the top of Defender's Heart, as they move through the streets and eventually make their way to where you are. Soldiers line the entrance and inner walls, looking around, checking corners, moving people to the side. One soldier comes to find you and asks you to meet in the middle, in the tavern of Defender's Heart. You agree in kind. Soon while you were there, you hear a simple thing as a soldier enters the room. All stand for the Crusader Queen! The Century Queen! The Queen of Mendev! And he slams his spear twice to the ground. All of the armed soldiers that line the wall stand, bolt upright at attention. As this woman walks in, she seems young for what she is. Uh, deceptively so, if only because you would assume a century queen would be that. Someone who wears a century on her sleeve. But she is not. She walks in and pulls up her face shield and sees all of you. Oh. I have been looking most forward to this. She walks up. She pulls her helmet off and sits down. Please, please. Sit, sit. I am curious about all that you have seen. I am Queen Galfrey, Queen of Mendev. And who are you? I know five names, but I do not know 
the five people they belong to. I'm Errol Lightshield. It's a true honor to be in your presence, my queen. It is nice to meet you, Errol. Alucha say, as I take a deep bow with my foot outstretched. Ah, the mighty archer. It is nice to meet you as well. Poe. Poe gives a shy little wave. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the roguish fox. It is nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. Lillian curtsies low and then reaches out a hand and says, Fade. Lillian Fade. Ah. <laughs> uh, Lily and Fade. Little Fady. I have heard many stories of you. And she kind of wags her finger a little. And this beautiful green woman. <laughs> I hear that weird man hit on you. Uh, <laughs> and Tammy like folds her arms behind her back and looks down at her feet and kind of twists one foot back and forth. And she says, I'm Tammy Luckums. Golfrey walks up and in this very strange moment she takes a knee she outstretches a hand waiting for you to take it it is nice to meet you and she'll reach out and she'll shake her hand she'll shake it and she'll stand back up she'll kick out a seat and she'll point back to the one-armed bartender of defender's heart uh my friend uh we'll take uh 12 please and she'll kind of circle her hand around her and the bartender will nod his head and move quickly to the back to start assembling the drinks. So, I have heard many things. Now, what is true? What did you see in Zagarosin? I might have this confused with another place, but there was this one room where they defecated all over a shrine. It was disgusting. So I saw that. I wish I hadn't. Perfect use of a queen's time. Telling me about a shit upon <laughs> altar? Yes. No, that seems that seems on par with with <laughs> the demons that's that's that come and they go. So I, I was really very curious about the words and she'll narrow her eyes at Errol. What all did you see? Well, in our task to cleanse the wardstone we unfortunately had to destroy it but in that process Arlu Vorlesh came through the great demon came through but I heard you are were not the one to destroy the wardstone no you were uh how do you say indisposed uh I think that someone else is the culprit. And she'll then kind of turn kind of curtly and look at Lillian. Lillian will like cough out of awkwardness. <laughs> Ryu jumps from your shoulder and he turns a little broadside on the table in front of you, maybe protecting you a little. His, uh, his haunches kind of starting to stand up uh, just because he feels that perhaps you feel a little intimidated by her and he wants to interpose himself. She, she reaches out a hand 
and like tries to scratch underneath Ryu's chin and he pulls away. It's okay, little one. I I only wish to know the story. I don't wish to hurt your madam. Errol Errol fell. You know he doesn't look like it right now, but he did trying to get this uh, or trying to destroy the ward stone. I simply finished what he started. This is good to know. Well, I think it is time that I trying to explain a little of what I am expecting to see. You see, while there are some narrow-minded souls among the crusade who blame you for the destruction of the Wardstone border, I do not begrudge you for what you did. In fact, far from it. From the sound of it, you saved the entire legion of crusaders from a most vile fate. By preventing this Vorlesh, as you say, uh, from transforming the Vort Stones and the blast of energy that emanated and destroyed the demons well, gave us time we needed to regroup and prepare for what we will certainly face next. But you understand the implications of what you've done, I'm sure. The Vort Stones are gone. But Iomade has seen fit that you will be their replacement. I can think of no other reason that would explain why their powers would have settled in your bodies and souls and didn't merely fade into the ether. In time, the demons will regroup and reorganize. We can trust your inherent chaos to make this period of regrouping longer than it otherwise would take, but we should never underestimates them. They are, will be back all too soon. Already I've had reports from along the front lines in the south that the small groups of demons are attacking fortifications and settlements along the southern border. But the intrigues rather, but what intrigues me most is news from several reliable sources that as our fiendish enemies are starting to amass in the southern reaches, along the rift shadow within the world wound, they have left several of their northern layers relatively unprotected. In particular, the, the fiend Apona Vicius has taken the bulk of her army from Dresden, leaving it only moderately protected as she joins this storm king in his to, no doubt, plot greater attacks on larger targets like Nirosion, Krakow, and beyond. Now, these southern cities will stand, but the time is right to strike into their territory. Drazen was the first of our cities to fall amongst the first crusades, and we lost more than our kin and our pride that day. We lost the Sword of Valer, a banner carried by the inheritor herself, the goddess Iomade during the Shining Crusades. If Dresden could be retaken, if the Sword of Valor could once again be held by the Crusade, well, 
I trust I don't need to explain how well that will affect the morale of the men and of the others that fight for our very country and in some small parts of the world. But with the imminent attacks along the border, I cannot spare many to lead an assault on Jason. And even if I could, a large army attacking the city would only draw Apokonavishis's back to defend the place. The obvious tactic is to send in a group of capable heroes with a modest but well-trained army to strike now while the proverbial iron is hot. And this is why I have sought you out. If you can retake Jason and reclaim the soul of Valor, not only will we silence the fools who have branded you traitors for destroying the world's stones, but more importantly, you would bolster the entire war effort with your heroism. And I fear... We need all the bolstering we can get. She trails off with that last line, looking away, perhaps lost in thought. Alu, uh, seeing this promptly, uh, says, you need to say no more. You have my bow. And pulls back his hood to reveal a slightly offset lightning bolt scar uh, on his forehead. <laughs> I only Mixing. <laughs> Iomade <laughs> has protected me before and she will protect us again. She wills it. Ah, uh, yes. Chasse, was it? That is right. You know, there was a time where I fought alongside your uncle and your mother. Good people you, both. You did? Oh, it was long ago. In a different time. In a different place, but... I am proud to have you on my side. That is great to hear. Um, also, just when we defeated, well, at least in this battle, uh, Vorlesh, I, I heard a voice saying, and I'm not sure if it was real, but Suskur's Valley? Apparently my mother is a slave there? Have you heard of this place? I have indeed. This place is deep within the world wound. It is beyond the reaches of Dresden. But no doubt if you were to go there, you would find this place. I have heard of it. There is a famous crypt that lives there. That uh, is or was a place of worship that has since long been taken by the demons. If at some point you would entertain me, if we help to continue to defend Canabras and go help on this current task, at some point would you send some people with us to potentially check out the valley and see if my mother's alive? If you were to retake Dresden, I would do everything within my power to make sure that you were rejoined with her all too soon. Then count me in. She looks from Alu to around the table to see the reaction of the other. And my sword! <laughs> I noticed that you do not have a sword. It is, in fact, it's a metal. It's a type of sword. It's <laughs> <laughs> a type of sword. And you have my specific type of sword. Uh, you, got, you got me with that one. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh. Uh, 
uh, Tammy will open up her tiny hand and put it to the scar on her chest, and she says, I too will join. Thank you, little one. That is all too kind. And she'll look to Lillian and Poe. Lillian will exchange glances with Ryu, and then after a minute will nod and then look back at the queen and say, we're in. Brilliant. Thank you, my child. Of course I'm in. Uh, but w we killed all of the ward stones with our rod. You see, the ward stones act as a resolute gate, a fence to the evil forces. When you destroyed the last fragment of the ward stone of Conabros, it rippled and destroyed all of the other ward stones. It was not without great positive effect. Their disruption and destruction did nothing but solely destroy those that hoped and sought for evil. But the power has assuaged and it will be all too soon before the demons realize that they can once more march unabated on our land. Wow. Fascinating. I can see why people might be mad at us. I know that they really look towards those wardstones. So that's understandable. We probably ought to help. I mean, I feel like we did a great job anyway. But still, you know, I love to help out. Let's, let's help out. Me and while you were talking, I actually had an epiphany. This is my sawtooth saber named Toothsaw. <laughs> she sidles up and she's to into you. It's tooth sods into. She sidles up to you as you were kind of talking really quickly. She can see your eyes darting back and forth, maybe doing the calculus of all this. And she grabs one of your shoulders and then grabs your arm to settle you. I know, I know. You did not mean for such things to happen. And then when she settles you, she outstretches a hand. It is nice to meet you, Tusa. You are not the first intelligent weapon I have met, but I certainly hope that you will not be the last. She kind of shakes its tiny hands, and Toothsaw <laughs> jumps around, and though no one can hear it but Poe, Poe just simply hears, She looks pretty cool, man! I like I, I like her vibe! And she, he, he seems pretty all right, and he's like, She also seems like she's probably a pretty important NPC, uh, just in case you're wondering. And, and, and dances around the table a bit, maybe with more energy than he ought to. Imagine doing like the peanut butter jelly time. Yes, dance. that's exactly what I was thinking of. Peanut butter Ice jelly. cream. Ice cream. Poe leans into the sword's non-existent ear. Dude, I think she might be French. That's fair, but it seems like maybe her accent's all over the place because the GM's having a tough time nailing it down. Uh, <laughs> I think the point was. My damn. My damn. Uh, oh, no. Maybe she traveled a lot as a child. You don't know her background. Actually, yeah. you should. You're the GM. I do. I know that her accent is a perfect Mendevian accent. That's exactly how oh, everyone of course. that comes from the central cities of Mendev sound. Are you oh, Mendevian? Just... Because my damn. Um, oh. I hear that you are spoken for. 
Otherwise, perhaps I would be more interested. And Olga, like, is eyeing from a window <laughs> far away. Oh. It's raining outside, too. <laughs> yeah, it's right. But she's unshook by the rain, just staring. You just hear, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I appreciate you being a part of this. But worry not, I do not expect you to be, what is the word, left alone. In, in such dire times. First, if there are those that you trust, I beseech you to find them and draw them to your side. This is not a time to go alone. But I also have my own. And when you decide it is time to leave, I will do my best to introduce you and no doubt their skills will all too soon become boons of your own. Now, before I leave, is there anything that I may be able to answer for you? I've got a thing. Yes, Lillian. I just want to run this by your majesty, considering um, that you seem to know an awful lot of people. Um, she gestures to Tammy. My friend and I are in the search for uh, for one Zan Thier Vang that we have. You say his name and she immediately turns her head and she spits at the ground. Zan Van. He is the most corrupt and evil human that I have ever had the ill knowledge to know. Time and again he has betrayed his own kind. And I hear rumors that he is little more than a swirling mass of worms that has taken a human form. <sighs> she takes a moment to kind of stand up and gather herself. I am sorry, it is not like a queen to speak so ill, or at least with such fear about somebody. Zancia Vang waits deep in the world wound, but what you will find will be nothing but a bunch of zealots, acolytes, that are little more than dangerous enemies. If you wish to find and fell him, much like I told your friend, Dresden would be a great place to start. It will give you a foothold in the world wound unlike anything else you have ever experienced. Taking it will be no small task, but no doubt that Iomade have chosen you for such a grand expedition. So you seem to be just a fountain of knowledge. So I'm just going to keep this train rolling. Uh, this may not surprise you, but I'm in the hunt for a succubus. But I'm in the hunt for a very specific succubus <laughs> named Ayushirel. And first... Do you know of this succubus? Second, do they have weaknesses? Like maybe, I don't know, ice? Can we just like freeze it? Just any advice. Very welcome. I have no idea who this person is. I have never heard yeah. of them. Do you know perhaps of their location? Well, last I heard they were in Dresden, which is great because that's where we're headed. Well, at the very least, that sounds like a good compromise. I apologize, my friend. I have never heard I have never heard their name. They have never been on the battlefield and I have never faced them in combat. 
they would have never been on the battlefield. Pansies! Their mother would be ashamed! Errol's going to reach into the bag of holding and pull out the six little shards the remaining ward stone. He's going to kind of hold them out in his hands and say to the queen, I've been studying these for the last week and I get a very strong magical presence from them, but I, I can't put my finger on it. I can't identify it. I know you know more about the Wardstones than the lot of us combined. Could you tell me what these do? I'm humbled by your approach for knowledge, but unfortunately I am still very much an infant when it comes to knowing such things. However, my time here has allotted me the opportunity to meet many people who know much more than I. She turns around. She quickly speaks in a language to the guard that you don't quite understand. Um, some sort of strange common derivation of your own. And he leaves. I have met an expert while I've been here. And he, he seems very knowledgeable in it. his understandings of these things. Time passes. Is he blind? Is he blind? That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Time passes and an elf appears. Not blind. He stands resolute, eyes bright and glimmering, but his white hair, his staff, and his demeanor portrays a very simple and familiar sight. Oh, I see that you you have you you've returned. Uh, 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 it it does these these old eyes good to to see, my friends. At least for the first time. And he walks over. <laughs> and Aravashnial picks up the shards. And he holds them in his hand. Oh, my. These are, well, these are quite strange. And, and, uh, well, hang on. And he puts some down. And he picks them up. And he goes, Lillian, if, if, you, could, if you could help me, for, if only for a moment. And Lillian starts moving. And he looks at her move. He's like, oh, I would not have guessed that was Lillian. That's that's on me. All right. <laughs> Lillian, uh, you, you, you come this way. And uh, he asks, as you, he holds it to the light back and forth, I feel like you might be one to know something like this, but forgive me this. And he puts his hand on your forehead, and you feel this bright flash of knowledge. Roll me a spellcraft check with a plus 15. Oh. Well, that's already going to be 37. 37. And with his flash of insight, you see and immediately know as your mouth opens, much like when you have cast Augury and you just start detailing this out loud. When the final fragments of the Canabrous Wardstone shattered, a few tiny shards of the stone remained behind. The magic remaining in these fragments is fleeting, usable only once before the shards become an inert sliver of stone. 
as a standard action, a ward's stone shard may be rubbed along a weapon or a suit of armor to transfer the shard's magic to that weapon or armor for one day. For a weapon, a weapon enhanced by a ward stone shard gains the evil outsider bane quality. Whoa. And is treated as being made of cold iron and as a good weapon for the purposes of old com- overcoming DR for demons. The shards cannot be used to enhance ammunition in this manner, but can be used to enhance a weapon that fires ammunition. Doing so causes the weapon to impart these qualities on the ammunition as it is fired. For armor, a suit of armor enhanced by the ward stone gains the spell resistance of 13, but only against evil outsiders. Hmm. However... Against demons, the spell resistance increases to 17. A non-magical suit of armor also gains a plus one enhancement bonus as well. You sat back to yourself, Lillian, in our Avashniel, also shaking his head back and forth. I'm so sorry, Chad. I know that you have a a, a connection between the future and the past and and the present, and I, I figured that I could use you as... A monolith for answers. I did. Did did she say anything? Does Lillian know what she said? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, she was there. She was part of it. Seems to be pretty pretty powerful. He seems a good man. I like this. Uh, I hear you call him Aravash. Well. In the meantime, you will be leaving in a day or two, but before you leave, if they are those that you trust, talk to them. See if they are willing to follow you into the deepest, darkest parts of uh, this great continent. Otherwise, I will be around. And as she says this, 12 Boilermakers arrive. Two for her and two for all of you. She drops the whiskey into the beers in front of her. Skulls both of them back to back and slams them and slams them on the table. But make sure you also enjoy your restful moments. Goodbye. And she walks away. As she does, everyone once more stands bolt upright at attention and you watch as four or five royal guards follow in her wake and you are left in a room with our Avashniel, the five of you and three or four guards left on detail au revoir <laughs> she yells as she walks out the door Lou puts his head in his hands just embarrassment <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's time we maybe try to get some recruits Oh, yeah, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of faded. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> I think you've had enough. <laughs> uh, we we uh, we got time. Let's let's enjoy the night for ourselves. And so you do. Does anybody remember Stephen Stone Trider? 
I definitely don't. Because I wasn't there. Oh. I've only heard stories that's of him. Let's pull one out for our homie, Steven <laughs> Stone Strata. We'll no. pour so a little out right next to us on the floor. Do you all want to enjoy the evening? Maybe convene your console in the morning? I think so. Yeah. I think Errol. Yeah. Because like when we arrived here and like the last week we spent here has been kind of like biding time. But now that we know like in a couple days we're going to be venturing out, I think Errol wants a day of kind of like just doing nothing. You all spend the day. Or night, rather. You all spend the day and the night. Oh. Oh, my. Hanging around, gathering your gear, getting the word out to those who you wish to attend your council in the morning, knowing that you have 48 hours before it is time to break to wherever the queen wishes you to go. North, towards Dresden. That evening is a special one. Sometimes the inn is little more than a place for having quiet drinks amongst friends, but this eve seems a little bit rowdier. There are those who wish to play their instruments and do so loudly. This raucous leads to more raucous, and when they hear that the heroes of the Wardstone are going to be there, so many show up. You spend your nights dancing back and forth, with those that you love and know. You see Lon, Dross, Vol, Krell, and Lyra are all there, though they have sustained significant injury. They're happy to have seen you. Unsure of if they ever would again, Chief Soul sits in the corner tapping his glass to the sound of music and a little more as you all move around. What strikes you is that the first men are so well regarded by those all around and that they are comrades, brethren, one with those in the room. As you dance, the man behind the bar begrudgingly hands out drinks while his bar back, handsome, strong cut with a strange protuberance on his back manages the glasses and his sly smile grants you and though you're unsure if steven stonestrider is a bad guy because of how i played him so many episodes ago (laughs) his visage is still a pleasant one all the same you drink and you are merry in the morning You assemble everything you can. You regard your beds and you go to greet the council you have called. Who have you called to your council? Probably Irabeth. Okay. Good idea. Anivia. Anivia. Arvashnil. Arvashnil. Horgus? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Horgus? Is uh, Chief Sewell still underground? Or is he hanging out when up here? He's there. Uh, he was there. They all made back okay. for Neathlaham in the morning. Okay. When you spoke to them the eve before, 
It was great to see them, but they made an insistent plea that they had to go back home. So many injured and so much fallen and lost in the weeks and months prior that they needed to go back and fix their once great underground city. Yeah, I think the kind of OG crew is the the people that we would call upon. Mm -hmm. You all pull up chairs. Horgus, Anivia, Aravashnial, Yereveth, I'll join you at the tables. All right. So, you called us here, and Lord knows my head is halfway split open. But what is it that you need of us? I heard you spoke with the queen. We'll be leaving soon to try to take back Dresden and just wanted to say goodbye we don't I don't expect you to to come with us but I just wanted to say our time together if our paths don't cross again our time together has been great and uh, I cherish moments we spent together now while we're not asking for you to come with us I think I can speak for all of us in saying if we're going to t- be taking Dresden back we're going to need some help do you have any idea any ideas about how we may be able to get fighters on our side but also I don't think any of us would mind if you did come. <laughs> Please come. <laughs> Anivia stands up. Irabeth grabs at her hand and pulls her down a little. She slumps to the right as her wife insists her sit. She shakes her hand off. You know, I owe you a great debt. I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford it in this lifetime. But know this. As long as you need me, I will be there. Irabeth slyly smiles to herself and stands. And I can't let her go alone. You see what happens when I'm not there. She gets in fights, breaks legs, barely makes it out alive. <laughs> it won't be my doing to ensure that she is one to be left. Well, uh, 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 you know, I was offered the fine position of, 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 of being the head arbiter of the, the, the Black Wing Librarian. And it is against my better judgment. But Lord knows you all seem ill adept at knowing magical means. So at the very least I can see if 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 I can get a leave of absence from Librarium and, and follow you deep into demon lands. Rashnil slumps a little at this thought and then shakes it off and stands up a little. 
oh, is that is that how we're doing this? We're we're all gonna all gonna go play soldier. Oh, let's go fight some demons. Ah, y'all are the worst. Well, far be it from me to be the one man who decides to to stay behind. You know I'm in it for the long haul, but don't tell anybody that I decided to go along willingly. If anything, and he kind of nods to Alu, say that you blackmailed me into doing this. I don't want anyone getting the word out that Horgus is one for favors. Uh, Lou kind of has a half grin on his face. Suddenly, he's like, of course I would have it. No other way. Thank you. It is a kindness that I hope you will extend to me in the future. They all stand, pledge their fealty to all of you, and leave, leaving the five of you standing. As you all watch your friends get up from the table to go pack their things, having once more agreed to follow you on this harrowing road towards uncertainty and danger, you all sit for a while. Eventually, you get up to go gather your own things, and you wait to get your marching orders. As you sit milling about, you see the queen appear once again. Oh, it's all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, oh, it's so good that I've caught you before you have left. I have many things that I wish to give you. You see, the stories that I have heard about your various adventures, well... Now that you are crusaders, it's important that you also get rewards of those that are just as important. Master at arms, if you could be so kind. You watch as this rather large gentleman in this beautiful steel armor, almost polished to a complete shine, pulls a large wooden box out of his bag. He opens it. Inside, you see a number of metals. Each one, a different color. From what you can make, there's around six of different varieties. So first, the one that I think applies to all of you. It is the righteous metal of agility. For those that delivered a death blow to a demon in combat before the demon had a chance to act, well, you all shall get it now. If you all look, you all have now received the Righteous Medal of Agility, which comes with, what? as a swift action, the wearer Ooh. gains a plus two sacred bonus to the medal's associated score for one minute. In addition, each Righteous Medal grants a constant bonus of one type. A mythic character who wears all six Righteous Medals gains one additional use of mythic power per day. This one is a triangular iron medal that shows a demonic face surrounded by three swords. It is awarded to a hero who delivers a death blow to a demon in combat before the demon has a chance to act. This medal is associated with dexterity and grants a plus one sacred bonus on initiative checks. So, you all get that plus one sacred bonus on initiative checks. I think uh, that acts constantly in the background. And then as a swift action, you can do that plus two sacred bonus to dexterity once per day for one minute. So we 
all get one of these? You all get one of them. I've listened back to it. You all have, mostly because of the meat grinder scene, I'll be honest with you, where the, the people <laughs> were coming out and you were just killing them outright. You all have killed a demon before I had a chance to hurt anybody. Oh, that is awesome. Cool. That's pretty awesome. So it's you said a plus one passive bonus to initiative? Yep. Cool. And then plus two if we activate it as a swift action. To dexterity. Uh, plus two to dexterity. Plus two yeah. to one dex. minute. You can't divide it up. You okay. you use the minute, you use the minute. That's how that kind of works. I'm sorry. So you know. Do you have to use a mythic point in order to activate that? Or is it just a one? No, it just acts. So so it is now in your journals. Uh, everything I hand out will be in your journals for you to reference in the future. Cool. Uh, just so you don't have to worry. That is the description as made in the book. Next, it's important to uh, for me to show you the next one. Now, this one I award to... Heroes who recover vital information for great use from the world wounds. Now, there was a map room that had many things worth bringing to my attention. And having done so, you all will be awarded the Righteous Medal of Clarity. This one it is uh, associated with intelligence and grants a plus two sacred bonus on saves against insanity or confusion effects at all Sweet. times. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Next. And she sidles up to Poe. For you, I have heard a story. Her head that Faxon he, uh, got inside your mind, inside your head. I am so sorry to hear this, my little fox. But know this, that such harrowing things are at the very least worth you knowing. And she gives you the righteous medal of spirit. So I'm going to hand these out. Oh. For this one, little fox, you should know that it is associated with wisdom and gives you a plus two sacred bonus against charm and possession effects. May it never happen to you again. So he gets a medal because he was mind controlled. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, just regular medal. It is working a hero who becomes possessed or mentally controlled by a demon but escapes from that control before being forced to do evil. And if we all remember, instead he of him doing evil, up. he fucking just hung he out. Sat down, yeah. So this is basically <laughs> tailor-made for Poe. Oh, my God. Very well done. The fact that you get a medal because you failed a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Next, which is just as important, she walks up to Errol for this one, but she not Errol notices it at the corner of his eye that... Other people are receiving it at the same time. Tammy and Poe both receive this one. You see, when you fall in battle, but you manage to survive and even get back in the fight, it is worth noting your very own excellence. And she hands you the Righteous Medal of Vigor. So this one is associated uh, with constitution and grants a plus two sacred bonus against death effects, specifically saving throws against death effects. Okay. Uh, it is awarded to a hero who is reduced to negative hit points by a demon but survives or is restored to life and rejoins the battle before the demon is defeated, which you, Tammy, and Poe, all experienced. Next, she walks up to Lillian 
Endaloo. Lastly, this one is uh, for you, boss. It is awarded to who delivers a death blow to a demon whose CR is at least one higher than the hero character's level. I know it sounds very metagamey for me to say this to you <laughs> in character, but <laughs> it is important. And she pins it on Lillian's lapel. I know that you are the one that managed to bring the disgusting demon to bear. The uh, devilish minotaur made of nothing but bone. That you forced the rod of cancellation and brought about everything that we are experiencing now. Thank you. And she gives it to Errol, Lillian, and Alu. And so Errol should have four. Poe should have three. Tammy should have three. Lillian should have three. And Alu should have three. Uh, I think Poe has four. Poe ha Poe does not right. have a... He does not have the... Uh, oh, Poe does have four. You're right. Because he has yeah. the bigger. Yeah. You're right. So we can go over all those things. Uh, obviously, it gives you all some pretty significant bonuses when the time calls for it. And knowing you, you will misuse it and make my life that much worse, especially <laughs> when you're not supposed to be. Uh, if last episode was any indicator of how that's supposed to go. Let's draw a card. <laughs> to celebrate this medal <laughs> ceremony, we draw a card. Let's do a round of card drawing just to spice it up. Um, there is one, so I'm going to make it available for everyone to look at and see, just so when you're awarded it in the future, you kind of have the stats. There is a single medal that you have not yet been awarded yet out of the, the six that I mentioned. You do know that. Can we trade them? Uh, no. Like they have Pokemon to be awarded. Cards? They have to be, have to be earned. Okay. It, they're like very magical spiritual medals given to those. They are enchanted, and so if given to someone who has not earned them, they do not they convey die. those effects. Well, no, they don't convey the effects. It's to prevent demons who fell the bodies or, like, fell crusaders from oh. abusing those metals' powers. That makes sense. So they're, they're very specific metals made in the highest, um, in the highest uh, chapels of Iomade uh, and then given to the queen and higher commanders to give out to the true blue crusaders who have risked their life for the greater cause. The greater cause. <laughs> As you all wait and stand, maybe spit shining in your medals, eventually your orders come down as to where to march. You have been assigned an army dubbed the Knights of Canabras. It is 200 level 4 paladins at your back. Okay, okay. Large <laughs> enough to fight the ever- terrible forces of the world wound, but small enough, perhaps, to pass without trace up to Dresden. Lord knows it's a tough balance to be struck, but it seems that Queen Golfrey is one to have found it. So it, it seems like we have an army according to this letter, and as you all know, I used to be in the courier business. Not exactly what I thought I was signing up for, but no regrets. Um, so do you guys think we should get the other couriers on board? I feel like it's kind of logistical. Maybe they can give us logistical advice. One of them doesn't have an eye and the other one doesn't have a leg, but we could see. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run ask them if they're interested. BRB. <laughs> Poe leaves with great purpose from Defender's heart and finds his two friends and Olga waiting in his basement playing darts. Hey guys. So you guys are killing it at darts. I can see. Um I have an offer. Feel free to say no, but heading over to Dresden. Don't know if you guys have heard of the place. Uh it's supposed to be pretty sweet. There might be succubuses. Hey hey hey. <laughs> uh anyway, going over with an army and just wondering if you wanted to come along, you know? Just an offer. Reyus walks up. Rests his hand on your hip. Holds his hand inside yours. You know, I was always not very partial to Canabras. I will follow. Hell yeah. Olga walks up. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, all I do is set helmets. I can set helmets here. I can set helmets in the world. Wound. It all sounds the same to me. And Nicky walks up. Little tears in his eye. You had me at succubus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were good for it. Sweet. Okay. Grab the pizza. Let's GTFO. You reach for the pizza and you see the fleeting wings of Doug as he flies off into the middle distance. That's ah, not for me. I don't want to do this. And he uh, <laughs> flaps away. <laughs> Bummer. Okay, we can leave. May not be your pizza there. <laughs> No I'm, pizza, sure no the, I'm sure they'll have pizza in the world, dude. It's all my own spit. <laughs> you all set out from Canabras in the far south. You make your way up north. Slowly but surely, you know that there's a settlement up there. It's one of ill repute, but it's one that has been long-standing. Eventually, you show up to Volus's gift. It was a small town with surprisingly fertile lands. But it has since been destroyed. You don't know when. You don't know how long ago. But its citizens are gone. And there's little left but smoking ruin. What would you like to do? How how big is the town? Just trying to get like a ballpark in my head. It probably held at one point in time like maybe five, six hundred people. Like it was a decently large town. Okay. Uh, check for any survivors. As I say, we have an army of like two hundred people. We can just yeah fan out and yeah just, just sweep. Do a quick sweep of. The town, see if there's any survivors, anything of use, and mm -hmm. kind of make our way. Um, and I think Alu would want to see, I guess, once we enter town, and obviously I might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I'd also like to do a survival check if I can just tell by footprints or what have you on the ground, if I can tell exactly what, what happened here. All right, so I'm going to need two rolls. First, I need... 
Errol and Tammy to roll a straight D20 check. And I need Olu to roll me a survival check, please. Given the circumstances, Poe's going to not let the sword run free for a while. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't think... Uh... I don't think mine's going to go super well. What'd you roll? A six. What'd you roll? Seven. Seven. <laughs> Errol, roll me 2d4. Okay. Ooh, two fours. So that's an eight. So when the army set out, it had 50 units of food. It has since lost three of those units, sitting at 47 you manage to restock them all the way back up to their maximum of 50. Awesome. Alu, what was your survival check? 18. 18. You pat, a sorry. You pat across the ground looking. The army that was here wasn't very large. You would say maybe it's around the same size as yours, 200-ish humanoid people moved quickly and they were overwhelmed in a matter of minutes. They aren't a military force. They are barely farmers, people hoping for a better life outside of the city walls. And all they found was sheer devastation. You know that once they destroyed and cleared this town, they didn't bother with any of the reserves or food, which is why Errol and others were so easy to find what was left. They solely wanted nothing but human destruction and despair. You see people on pikes, left bodies, burning visages. This wasn't done for a military purpose. It was done for pleasure. It shakes you to your very core. And I assume along with that, we might see some sort of uh, iconography, whether it's maybe some religious, I don't know, drawings. It's the same ones that you have always seen. You see the insectoid, locust-like visage of Discari and the mm -hmm. bull minotaur-like head of Baphomet inscribed into bodies, into houses, drawn in ash everywhere. Out of boredom, out of sanctity, you don't know. But it's there. And I think uh, obviously it's pretty obvious that this is ransacked as well by demons and the like. So I think while we're going through this, I would be detecting evil um, as we're going along just to make sure there wasn't anyone sitting in wait for us. You detect evil, and you walk around for some time. Nothing comes of it. They have long since left. Though the wreckage is a week old, you know that they did this and got no pleasure from what they left behind, only okay. from the act itself. Okay. In that case, I think while... Um, I assume Errol and Tammy are helping be the group for gathering food and supplies and checking for survivors. Um, I'm going to start the process of doing what I can in terms of trying to, to cleanse 
some of this iconography to cleanse some of the evil as we're kind of going through the town. Poe doesn't want to sit around twiddling his thumbs, but he's not. Okay, Tusa, here's the thing. I feel chaotic. (laughs) You feel chaotic. Lately, I have not really known what to do since we've just been murdering people, and I don't really know how to deal with it. So then I just shoot bodies with heavy crossbows. And And stabbing them with lawful evil blades. Wait. Chaotic evil good blades for lawful evil people. I'm sorry, I was born three days ago. It's hard. It's hard. I understand. But from what I gather, you're a fairly good person. So I feel like I used to be good, and now I feel a little neutral. What kind of good things do you think we should do? You're good. Uh, murder those that have wronged us. On it. Perfect. I'm glad that we're on board, and he sucks his limbs back into his body and jumps into your hand ready to uh <laughs> to attack people. When he does this, you watch as your right hand drops your blade. Um okay, so conflicting conflicting signs. This is getting confusing, guys. Um here's the deal. I'm going to have to put you away tooth saw so that I can pick up the other sword cuz I don't want to leave it here. And then I'm going to put that one on my back, and I'm going to leave you both there, and we're going to pick up this discussion later. It's getting really confusing for me. Let's go twiddle our thumbs. I think Lillian's first thought when she gets into town is, woof, looks like 2020 rolled through here. (laughs) 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 Yep, sure did. That's mostly what she's up to. Um... (laughs) I think um, she feels pretty inspired by Poe's actions. Um, Well, just hearing his one-sided conversation that he was having with his sword. I don't know (laughs) what actions he's taken since then. But but I feel like she, she feels kind of like, you know what? Yeah, we're here. We might as well do something good. What good can be done? She's gonna, uh, hey, Lou, try to catch up. What can I help with? Well, I'm trying to rid this place of evil. Its presence is everywhere. This place was desecrated. And I feel like it's my duty to Iom today and to these poor souls to cleanse them of this evil. You all take your time, moving around, burying the bodies you can, grabbing the rations that are left. You make camp for the night, and as you sit there, three individuals walk up with that strange symbol on all their chests. Hey, uh, I, uh, I heard that, uh, Queen Gaffrey said that uh, we were supposed to talk to yous. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm from the south of Galarian. Everyone sounds like that there. Anywho's it's <laughs> I am uh, I'm I'm Aaron Kier. It's, it's 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 nice to meet you. This kind of weedy looking boy with frazzled brown hair walks up. Next to him is a tall dark man with a short cropped hairdo 
and a small halfling woman with a long blonde braid. I am, I am Socia. Socia Venik. It is nice to meet you. I am uh, supposed to uh, assist you as well, per the Queen's instructions. And I am Nera Dendwar. Nice to meet you as well. Barred by nature, barred by magic, barred by, well, most other things. And she takes a loot off her bag and strums it a couple times. And it's going to be probably painful to hear me sing. And uh, <laughs> as she res- as that last note comes off her lute, you feel the magic burst from it. I know. I. It's magical, but it's not pleasant. And I apologize <laughs> for that. Ugh. Lord only knows. And these three stand there at your fireside. Well, have a seat. Um, I also note that awesome sigil on your armor. You guys got, like, shirts. Can we join the club? (laughs) You guys got merch for sale? (laughs) Roll me. Take off the shirt so Poe feels more comfortable. Anyone who has it, roll me a knowledge nobility. Um, I have that. What? I don't think I put any points into it, though. (laughs) Then you don't have it. What? Oh. Rip. Yep, I don't. Let's go with 16. 16. You all don't know, but Tammy recognizes instantly the coat of arms for the royal family of Mendev. It is... The one you've seen over and over again, it just denotes those who are part of the army and the crusaders of Mendev. The three of them sit down, all warming their feet and hands by the fire. This land seems weird now that you're outside of Canabras. Though the day was a little warmer than you'd expect, the nights are far colder than you would hope. And the fire is the only small amount of warmth you have been given. So, uh, who are you guys? I'll play a song again. <laughs> and she takes out her lute jokingly and starts strumming. And it will be bad. <laughs> and you all feel very inspired suddenly, uh, as if you've been inspired by courage, but the song is terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is. That's a lovely voice. <laughs> you should not do not patronize him. You are it's it's it is below you. So you were in did I catch that you were scouting in the world wound? I mean I've I've been there before, but I I've been assigned here to help all of y'all with the uh, forward progress. Like recently, like back I don't know, a week ago when shit was getting Nah, it's been some time. I've been off the, the front okay. lines. Okay. Fascinating. Anyway, these are my friends. Errol finishes pounding his ale that he brought. <laughs> just just the one himself. <laughs> that guy likes the potty. <laughs> Imagine he's holding up his finger, too, just as he's drinking it. Just like, yeah, second, it's just like, second. wait, one second. One second. <laughs> um, and then kind of wipes the, the froth from his... His beard and I'm I'm Meryl and uh, 
These are my compatriots, and it's a pleasure to meet you guys. Um, I, I don't really know what to say. This is the first time leading a leading a, a small army. It is us too. We were assigned if only because she trusted us. There was no one who was better at understanding tactics than myself, scouting than their own, and uh, knows the countryside of the world wound better than Nura. We are little more than bastions of information. But we are all good people. This I could promise you. I'm Tammy, and it's my first time leading an army, too. Hi, Tammy. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> hey, Tammy! <laughs> oh, no. Not again. <laughs> no, again. I'm with him. I'm good. I don't know anyone who would be all about that. You just hear Nikki in the background. I won! <laughs> <laughs> who invited that guy? Am I right? <laughs> uh, who are the rest of your 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 uh, strange friends? Hey, you. You uh, with the silver skin. You look... Like you have facial markings? I don't know. I'm bad at this casual conversation. <laughs> it used to be a totally different facial marking. Glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, was it a beard? Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Oh, okay. Again, always put my foot in my mouth. The name is Lil Fady. It's nice to meet you, Lil Fady. And uh, Cat Guy, do not talk to him like that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cat guy. Uh, the, what, what, what's your what's your story? Yeah, what's your story? <laughs> well, I am here with my compatriots as we fell into a world wound in Canabras, and we're here to help the city rid it from evil. And you? And Nura walks over to Poe. You're handsome. And she strums. And I like the fact that you don't like shirts. Me too. How? What are your thoughts on shirts? Do you like them? Dislike them? I mean, I know that you dislike them on me, which is great. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pro shirt in some circumstances, but I am pro not shirt for you. This it's is tough to know. I love it. Okay, okay. Well, everybody, should we sing a song to celebrate? Um, hit it. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, rock your body, yeah. Everybody, rock the world right, cause the crusade's back. All right, all right. And, and you all enjoy late into the evening. We all enjoy late into the evening. In the morning, you are awoken. Erebeth pulls back the flap on your shared tent. We have news. You see that Aaron and Anivia stand in the middle of the camp. Others look a little groggy with the night watch standing on either side, still wearing their armor. As you approach, you hear a low rumble from the crowd talking quickly. Every so often, a question will be shot off. Wait, so how, how many? Wait, wait, where? And everything settles down as you approach. Hey, uh, uh, it's good. It's good that you all 
Roll arrives. Agony hits. We have news. We scattered ahead. Hundred or so f miles from here. We saw fires from the ridge far above. That is where the first army waits to meet us. We have to ford the river and it's the only place we can cross. And no doubt we will meet them there. I hope you are ready for your mur for your first ultimate campaign mass combat rules. <laughs> Altercation! <laughs> That's going to happen next time on the final crusade! <laughs> Let's do it! I got a little metagamey. <laughs> no, Nivia just knows these things. It's totally normal. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Brilliant, 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 I tell you. Nobody's ready for their first time. Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo, Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo, Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo, Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com.